Welcome to the Four Quarters Podcast. I'm your host, Samad Sagir. Uh, this is episode two, uh, which is being recorded on Monday, the 29th of May, 2023. Um, today's topics, we're going to be looking at my reaction to uh, game six uh, of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Celtics and the Heat. We're going to go over to football as well. We're going to be look, uh, looking at where D-Hop may or may not go. Uh, and we're going to analyze that a little bit. Uh, we're going to be also analysing a bit of Jimmy G's contract and see whether it's a good contract or not. And to round up the episode, we will be talking about uh, this weekend's action in uh, uh, the British American Football Association uh, regarding the Sheffield Giants' game against uh, the Sanwell Steelers uh, over in Warsaw. First up, game six. Uh it's gone to game seven. <laughs> uh, I said, I said in my previous uh, episode, the, the Miami Heat do not want to go back to Boston for game seven, and it, it happened. I, 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 with one point five seconds to go, I thought the Miami Heat have done it here. They, they've done it. They've managed to hold off the onslaught that was the Celtics. But bruv, <laughs> I mean. Let's look at the stat lines. I mean, I'm just going to go with just the just the, the top two players. So for the Celtics, Jason Tatum, he had 31 and 11 rebounds and five assists. And Jimmy Butler for the Heat, he had 24, 11 rebounds and eight assists. Uh, I mean, they both had pretty solid games for their teams, you know. I mean, uh, I, I thought they'd done it. And I mean, fair play to Derek White crashing the board, you know. Max Struess fell asleep on the week on the on the uh on the box out, fell asleep and Derek White just basically ran to the hoop and caught this uh rebound off of Marcus Smart's missed three and put it back in right before uh, milliseconds before the buzzer went off. Um I mean Jimmy he put the heat up by one prior to that by being clutch and hitting three straight free throws. I mean, he, he you can't ask much more from, from your top guy. Um, I mean, my prediction for this game going back to Boston, it's tonight, uh, which I will be watching on, on League Pass. Um, yeah, it's not going to go well for the Heat, I don't think. Game seven at the Garden is uh, absolute onslaught. And I don't think they'll be able to deal with it. So I think Celtics will be going to the finals to play the Nuggets. Um, that That's my prediction. Moving over to football, DeAndre Hopkins' saga continues. Um, he's originally mentioned before he wants to go to some place like the Bills or the Ravens or the Chiefs. Um, doing a bit more research on this, and, and you know, to try and figure out where he may or may not go. Um I mean, he wants to go to a place where there's a good quarterback, right? Which is fair enough, which is why he's named the Bills, the Chiefs, the Ravens, right? And he also wants a, a shot at winning. He's He's been in the league for long enough now, and he's he's played at Houston and Arizona for, I guess, what what you would call subpar quarterbacks. And he's still balled out, right? He's, he's still a beast, even with subpar quarterbacks. So to imagine what he would do with, like, Josh Allen or... Or Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, like he would, he would be an absolute savage. Uh, but doing some research, I I realized that the Bills and the Chiefs only have one to two mil 
un, under the salary cap. Um, I mean, I'm sure that I, I feel like he's going to want to get paid a bit more than that. But I don't think financially it makes sense for the Bills or Chiefs to do that. I think um the Bills the Bills already have a one a number one receiver and they've also already got a number two as well. Uh and with not much cap space, I mean I don't know how they're gonna fit D hop into their plans. The same with the Chiefs, they've only got one to two million uh under the under the cap and they're trying to work out a deal with uh with Pat about restructuring his con uh, contract. Um so looking at it, uh possibly a better option may be none of these teams uh, actually going for the Detroit Lions because uh, they've got a decent quarterback. They don't have a an out-and-out out number one, like top-class receiver, and they're 24 million underneath the salary salary cap, so which makes the most sense for what... Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is looking for um, I, I think that does make the most sense for him but we're going to have to keep our eye on it and uh, <laughs> and see what happens but um, yeah I, I very much believe that the Bills, Chiefs and Ravens are still in play but I think uh, the Lions is probably where it makes the most sense in terms of being the number one guy having you know a, a good coach, a decent quarterback, and having enough money to be able to afford his services. But again, we're going to have to keep an eye on that one. Now, sticking to football, we're heading over to Vegas right now, where uh, I've just uh, heard that Jimmy G, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, for those that don't know, uh, in his contract with the Raiders, um, he's got a, a waiver uh, regarding his uh, foot injury, where... Um, Essentially, he will get waived from the team if he does not pass a physical following having foot surgery recently. Um, and I think it's a very real possibility that he may never actually suit up for the Raiders. I mean, think about it, right? Uh, it, this is one of the things that really boggles my mind with like teams like this, right? So you go and get... So you've got Derek Carr, which is a decent quarterback. Like, he's not top-level like, you know, Josh Allen, Mahomes, you know, Burrow. Like, he's not that up there, but he's probably a tier below, a tier below them, you know. And, you know, the, I thought, okay, this is their franchise guy. They went out and got Devontae Adams, who's, like, number one, number two receiver in the entire league, right? Paid him a boatload of money, you know. They got him in. They were like, oh, you know, Derek Carr's college teammate. You know, they were together in college. You know, they were going to work really well together. You know, uh, Devontae was like, all about it. And now the Raiders have released Derek Carr. Devontae, Adam, Devontae Adams has basically been treated like an outsider, like almost alienated, right? You let go of your tight end who was top three in the league, top three in the league behind George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. And then uh, it, uh, it just boggles, it just boggles my mind. I'm, uh, I just, uh, rather than getting Lamar when he was having his contractual issues with the Ravens or Aaron Rodgers, then okay, cool. I would be like, all right, cool. Fair enough. Yeah. Like that makes up for what they've done in relation to Derek Carr. But instead you go and get uh, a QB on crutches, like, you know, who's, who may or may not suit up for you ever. You, you know, you, the Raiders have put themselves in this position 
like in between a rock and a hard place. It's just like, what, what are you doing, bro? You know, Jimmy's, uh, I don't necessarily have a problem with Jimmy, right? J- Jimmy Garoppolo is a talented quarterback. He took the, he took the 49ers to the Super Bowl, right? He, he's a, he's a good quarterback, you know, his problem has always been getting injured. You know, he's, sometimes the best ability is availability, you know, and if his body's failing him and he's not on the field, then he can't make any impact whatsoever, you know, and it's, it's, it's a real concern, you know, um, I, I just don't understand. I, I honestly don't understand. I mean, I guess we'll have to wait until, you know, Jimmy's all healed up and then he takes that physical and then we'll see whether he's going to get waived or not. But um, I don't see any issue with them having this in, in his contract. But then who? what's the backup plan? You know, you need a franchise queue. You're in Vegas, you know, Sin City. You know, like, it's 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 a big market, right? Like, you're going to... Like, I, I don't know what their backup plan is. I honestly don't. I don't know who their backup QB is behind Jimmy. I, I honestly have no idea. Um, I should probably do some more research on that, but... Um, if I don't know off the top of my head, then that that's problematic, I would say. Finally, on to what I'm most excited about of this weekend. The Sheffield Giants, my American football team, which I play for. Uh, we finally have our first win of the season. Uh, it came uh, as a 33-8 win against the Sandwell Steelers. We are now 1-3 uh, on the year. Uh Thankful, thankful for the first win. Great win. Um, uh, really exciting game. Really good game away at Walsall. I mean, uh, Sandwell played really well. You know, really, really played hard. You know, uh, I'll just give a shout out to. Uh, well, I've got a few stats, uh, courtesy of Spaceman, uh, who's the the our stats man uh, for the Giants. So the game started off uh, with uh, Josh Allen at quarterback. Myself, I was I was backing him up. Uh, in the first half, uh, Josh got uh, 64 yards passing, 56 yards rushing and one rushing touchdown. So shout out to him. Uh, got to give a shout out to uh, our running back, Baron uh, Abrams. Uh, 11 carries for 51 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, and shout out to our two receivers, Ethan uh, Webster and Luke Spooner. Uh, Ethan had uh, six receptions on eight targets for 34 yards and Luke Spooner was two for two with uh, 68 yards and a touchdown. Uh, myself, I came on uh, after halftime, so I, t- I had the whole of the second half and I had uh, 120 yards total of passing offense uh, with uh, one touchdown, which was a 60-yard bomb to uh, Mr. Luke Spooner. Uh, who ran a sweet fade route. Um, yeah, it was a really good game. Really enjoyed it. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, and last but certainly not least, uh, i got to give a shout-out to our defence. Our defence played insane. They all balled out. Um, I'll just give a few... I'll just give uh, the total uh, stats for them. Uh, four total sacks, five pass breakups, ten and a half tackles for loss, and eight QB pressures. I mean, you can't ask for much more. Those guys put their bodies on the line to really put us as the offense in, in a great position to put points on the board, and that, that is what we did. Um, really happy with this game. Uh, we've now got the next week off, 
uh, from games, I mean, we're still going to practice uh, this week, so um, midweek and on the weekend, so uh, really exciting, really excited for that. Um, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, I was just really happy to, to get this win, um, really happy to get um, a good chunk of game time, you know, uh, I was, man, I was slinging the ball around, I was really happy with the how we played on offense and um, I'm, I'm really excited for um, uh, moving forward and uh, getting our second win of the season. So our next game is uh, the week after next, uh, or the week after this week, so next week, um, uh, against uh, the Birmingham Bulls. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to uh, uh, give you an update on that uh, as soon as. And that brings us to the end of episode two of the Four Quarters podcast. I have been your host, Samith Sagir. I look forward to uh, having you all tune in next time. Uh, Episode three will be dropping tomorrow. Uh, Until then, take care and uh, be safe out there.